Good afternoon. Welcome to Coffee and Conversation, a podcast presented by the Del Norte County Office of Education and Del Norte Unified School District. I'm Jeff Harris, the superintendent of schools for Del Norte County. And this podcast is third in a series where we're getting to know our classified families. Um, For those of you who don't know, there are about 10 classified families that kind of work behind the scenes to have our schools be fully functional, to be ready for students, and to help students with uh, work and and support them with throughout the school day. So um, we've talked to transportation. We've also talked to um, grounds and custodial. And today we're going to be talking to maintenance and, and part of our skilled trades. So joining me today are Jimmy Deal and Jeremy Goff. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank Use you. Use that term loosely. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, you know, I think one of the coolest things about schools is it's almost, or my job, I should say, is it's almost like a small city, right? People don't understand everything that goes on. We do healthcare. We do the education piece that people see out in public, you know, the the teacher piece. Um, But we've also got facilities. We've got food. We've got transportation. Anything you'd find in a city, we kind of do. Oh, yeah. You you guys run generators for power. You're dealing with water. You're doing all those things. We just don't own the treatment plant thing. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. So um, you both have uh, similar jobs. So tell tell folks a little bit about the jobs that you do. What what actually is your job title? Because I, I want to talk a little bit later because there's a huge variety of things that people can do once they get into the district. But what's your job title and what are your primary responsibilities? Uh, okay. Maintenance specialist two is, is my true title. Mm-hmm. My name is Jeremy Goff. I've been here for two and a half years mm-hmm. about, and I got hired as a carpenter, finished carpenter. It's kind of my specialty, but like all of us, it's kind of a jack of all trades, uh, world we live in here. So I have some work for you on the carpentry front at my house. No, oh, I'm just, well, I'm hope kidding. you got some big bucks there. Cause <laughs> But you're right. It is a jack of all trades. Yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And, and and maintenance maintenance too. How's that different than a maintenance one? Maintenance maintenance utility specialist is Jimmy. Do you want to? It's uh, that's what I started out as. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been with the di- school district for about nine years. Right. And I started over in the warehouse as a delivery driver, and I was doing that for about four years, and then took the test. To come over to maintenance was a utility specialist. Mm-hmm. And that one is um, what they call a journeyman level. Right. So you don't, they're not expected to know everything, how to work. You're supposed to, you know, the tools, know some tools, and then have um, capability of learning. Mm-hmm. So usually you hang around uh, a trades too, like Jeremy or Josh or one of the other guys um, in the back. And then you learn from them. They'll take you around. When you get a work order, you get a call to go to the school, Mm -hmm. uh, broken toilet, leaky sink, windows, um, and you follow that person around for a couple months. um, And then you just learn the trades of what's going on, where to go, um, things to, you know, tools that you'll need. Right. The utilities maintenance specialist is is kind of a helper position, a learning helper position where, where, uh, Maintenance two is supposed to be at journeyman level. So that's, you're very competent in one skill 
and maybe lesser competent in a couple others, but that's how you kind of start and get in. So, okay. Yeah. And, and Jimmy, what's your role? Um, now I, uh, what was it back in March? I think I took, they had a, a test for the maintenance specialist too. Right. Cause they had an opening. So I took that and then ended up getting the job. So, um, a mom, me and Jeremy are kind of the same. We have the same job title and stuff. Right. He's got a little more experience than I do doing stuff. Um, I came in as the uh, so-called plumber. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I, a lot of my stuff that I work on is um, broken toilets or leaking toilets, clogged toilets, sinks, water fountains, um, hydration stations, I guess they are now. Um, can't say water fountain. Yeah. Gotta get that right. Jimmy. Yeah. Come on. Um, so yeah, so I became the, uh, unde- you know, unofficial plumber of the, of the maintenance shop. So. Okay. So again, I, it's kind of interesting because that goes back to the variety, right? I mean, your, your job titles are both the same, but really your focuses are different. They can be. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, and it, it's kind of, we all feel like it's good if we all know a little bit of everything. Sure. So I, 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 at least from what I find in the, or what I've heard about in the past here at the district is that people had their very specific specialties right. and they stayed in that. Well, we're trying to kind of open that up more so that n- no one has to be. So Jimmy isn't the only one burdened with plumbing. I'm not the only one burdened with doing carpentry or woodwork right. or anything so right. we try to we try to share it as much as we can so how often you know i asked this question earlier of um we had a custodian and a, and a grounds person in here and we were talking about how often they work together and you know our custodial staff unfortunately they're pretty isolated at a school site and so i was asking them how often they they get to come together as a whole group right not, not only to to work together, but maybe to learn from one another, to just get to know other people in their same classification. What's that look like in maintenance? We, there's a lot of projects that we do together. Um, probably, what was it, this last summer? Mm-hmm. Or, summertime, I would so, say. That's our big time when we really work together. Oh, yeah. So, summertime's your really because big Because we have time. those big jobs, so. Yeah. Um, we did those barred units, um, replaced, I think it was 30... 32 barred units, heaters on the outside of uh, um, classrooms and portables. So that was about four or five of us, I think, were together for pretty much the summer um, doing that. There were some projects I know uh, Jeremy and a couple of the other guys had that they were doing. So they, him and a couple guys were doing that, and then Mm -hmm. the rest of us were out doing some other projects, barred units, windows. Uh, Summertime's cool. Because no teachers or kids are there, so it's a lot easier for us you, to get got in. Free reign, huh? yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry about, um, you know, leaving stuff around or running anybody. Oh yeah. So it's kind of nice. Well, and I know Jeremy. This last summer, just for instance, um, you were part of a team that completely remodeled the annex building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. big job. That was a big job. <laughs> <laughs> but but three of you did it. We did. We did. Yeah. yeah. With help of, well, and four, actually, we, you know, we have a new electrician, Richard Bryant, who's, yep. he was also, you know, working on it quite a bit because the electrical system there was just antiquated, you yeah. know, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, honestly, you, you guys did a great job. It, Thank it, you. It was an old, 
basically just metal building that somebody had constructed uh, 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 some walls and a ceiling in and everything else. And you guys went through and recovered walls, redid floors, new cabinets. Ceilings, lights, ceil- everything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, new washing machine area, new floors. Right. And for folks who don't know, that is a program that the building is used by a program that has um, students who are 18 to 22 who are uh, severely impacted um, and are special needs. And so for them, it was, I went over, I don't know if I ever shared this with you. I went over and I was talking to the students. Um, maybe it was the first, second week of school. And I walked in and several of them were like, oh my gosh, thank you, Mr. Harris. This is so nice. Oh, that's I've, great. They've been there for years and this was, they loved it. Yeah. So well, everybody that works over there that sees us, it's like, hey, hey, you're the guy. That, thank you so much. That's yeah. just amazing. So that's it always cool. feels good to do that. That's uh, one of the main reasons I came to work here was to do something positive for the community and- that filled the hole real, real deep. So yeah, it's a good, good project. Well, so, you know, that, that kind of brings me to the question. We've got a lot of people who choose to do a lot of different things for the district. Uh, we've got almost 700 employees, um, almost a hundred open positions. We'll talk about that a little bit later, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, but personally and professionally, what motivates you guys? What, what things make you the most proud when you go home and you've done something, what, what is that? What's that pride point for you? Yeah, probably, um, if you get a big project or even the little ones, um, drinking fountain or a leaky sink in a classroom Mm -hmm. or, um, uh, heaters not working teachers, you know, with the kids and stuff. Um, if they go, you go in, fix their sink right away or in as quickly as you can or timely manner. They're very, you know, they're appreciative of you being there and getting it done. So it's kind of nice when you go in and you see something that's broke. And if, like, I don't know, I'll call one of the other guys. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, I'm kind of stuck on this. Um, Come over and work as a team and figure it out. And then just getting the teachers or even the kids will be like, thank you for fixing, you know, our sink or, you know changing lights out in the classroom, making it brighter. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool just that way, knowing that, you know, people appreciate it because we don't hear a lot of it in the maintenance department. Right. Because people just realize, hey, my stuff's broke. It's been broke for years. That's usually the the comment we get. You know, it's like, it's been that way for like 10 years. And I'm like, well, I don't know if it's been 10 years, but you know, <laughs> we're trying our damnedest. We're trying, yeah, we're trying. <laughs> it's only a three-year-old piece of equipment. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, so, um, so if you can get in and you can get it done and fix it and then, um, it looks way, you know, looks new when right. you leave, then that's a good, um, pride thing to think about like then you can show off when you know you're out with your family and sporting events you're like hey look over there i did that mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. you know kids are like dad we don't care like, <laughs> <laughs> like stop talking about it and i'm like all right but i did that <laughs> yeah. oh, that's cool <laughs> and we have had a i mean i've gotten a number of personal emails from people just Thank you so much for doing whatever you did. You know, you went above right. and beyond what you had to, and and we see you, which right. is just a nice, you know, it's not expected, but it's always nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and and you know, again, I, I say without without all of our staff, we wouldn't be able to run schools the way that we do. 
Um, you know, so here's an interesting thing. So you guys give me your perspective. I know what your perspective is because I've talked to you guys before about this. <laughs> um, but, you know, one of the things that we get, quote, accused of as a school district is bloat. You've got so many people. You've got so much money. You've got so many of these things. What's the reality of staffing, of finance, of the ability to actually do the job that you need to do? I know, let's see, for us, just maintenance, I think there's only seven of us, mm -hmm. maybe eight, mm -hmm. in the maintenance department. That's just maintenance. Uh, grounds, I think they have five, four now. Yeah, Josh yeah. was telling four me now. there's four. Right. Yes. Four. Yes. So, I mean, altogether, there's 12 in the maintenance and operations department, if you, you know, right. well, part of ours. Um, so, eight maintenance guys, and we have... 10, 12 schools, 13 schools mm -hmm. are buildings that we have to take care of. So, Well, you know, the one thing I pointed out to Josh that he didn't think about before was, I don't know if you guys know this either, we're the largest geographic school district in the state of California. Wow. Really? Yeah. Because so, of Mountain and Margaret Keating, I'm sure. Well, huh? because Smith. we're a whole county, and yeah. out of the seven counties that are single district counties, we're the largest geographic of the seven, so okay. we're the largest geographic school district in the county. I mm. mean, in the in the state. Interesting. Yeah, wow. so, so when you guys think about that, when you think about the job that you do with six people and, and four yeah. grounds, yeah. six people covering 12 schools yeah. in the largest geographic district in the state of California, mm -hmm. I don't think you've got enough people. No. No, <laughs> no, we, no, we don't. And we, we make do with what we have, Yeah, but, um, you know, two more maintenance men would make all the difference in the world for us. And, and as far as our budgetary constraints and stuff, it seems like we're just kind of running at the end of that bond money that, mm -hmm. that was passed a number of years ago. And I mean, look at the incredible work that that bond money did. So we're, uh, cautiously optimistic about what's going to happen in the future here with with funding basically right. so um yeah. we just try to keep it together as much as we can you know we're putting out fires and that's what happens you have your whole day planned and ring ring three toilets are out at so and so or the heat doesn't work and oh jimmy's day's blown okay yeah. well now we got to do that and put the thing that you're going to do today on to, to tomorrow and then that goes you know so or, or the well pump went out at a school and the, oh, the entire yeah. school has no bathroom yes. facilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's happened yeah. once or twice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we did, I think we survived pretty well. They had, I know, um, we had that TikTok challenge that was going around for a while for school kids. There was social media. You know, <laughs> filming yourself destroying bathrooms and yeah. ripping stuff off. And um, I don't think it was really that big here. I think there's a couple incidents. Mm -hmm. Um, but not as bad as I heard about and saw some videos from other schools right. and districts that they are, I mean, they just trashed like a whole bathroom, ripped down partition walls and kicked the urinals off the wall and ripped all the mirrors out. And mm -hmm. I mean, totally destroyed it. Um, so I think, you know, we, we got lucky here arts just cause it's a small, small community. Right. Maybe they, you know, cut it, cut it short, cut it quick before it could actually happen. Yeah. So I was I was worried about that when I heard it. I was like, oh, here we go. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. The staff at schools has been pretty incredible about that. The custodial staff this year has really stepped it up. It seems like uh, I've been working over at Crescent Elk and I got have nothing but good things to say about Carl and his whole crew over there. It's just they're really doing great. So, yeah. Well, 
so you're talking Jimmy about those those TikTok challenges, right? Um, and there were more of them. Fortunately, we haven't had to deal with some of them because <laughs> some of them nationwide have led to charges against students. Yes. But um, uh, what's the hardest part of the job that you guys do? Oh, probably that jumping from one thing to another. Yeah. You have your mindset, your your focus is on something, and then you have to completely break that focus and then focus on the next thing. And that just as somebody that has to work with their hands the focus part is the biggest part oh yeah so, <laughs> so when you break that focus what, what am i doing okay i gotta i gotta really get on this so for me at least that's the hardest part yeah yeah um mine i look mine's probably a little different it's kind of the same thing focusing but uh when you get called to go do a toilet fix a toilet or a urinal or a sink so you go in get the parts, spend a couple hours doing it if mm -hmm. it takes that long. And then you get a call the next day and you're like, Hey, they're like, we got a sink leaking again. You go back. It's the same one. So it's like, well, I just repaired this yesterday. And then, you know, they come back in and for some reason, kids love hanging out in the restrooms and destroying things. And yeah. so you're like, that's kind of frustrating on that part is like, there's only so much we can do. To fix it, having to redo, to, it. to redo, redo, it. redo yeah, it. redo yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, well, you know, then you kind of get mad at the school staff. You're like, you know, what are you guys doing? Are you not? They're like, well, we can't watch everybody in the restrooms, right? You know, so I kind of see that point too. But it's kind of frustrating when you go back to the same school or the same thing like two or three times, and you're right. like. I don't know what else to do. I can't anchor it down anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I can't, you know. It is mounted to the wall. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, oh, it's held by two little screws and that's it. So yeah, um, that's probably one of the frustrating parts. Yeah. Well, so, you know, kind of if we, if we back it up a little bit too, you guys were talking about, and I, you both kind of hit something there too, you know, bouncing from one thing to another. And, and like you were saying, Jeremy, that could be anything from, we've got to fix this sink to we've got a cabinet whose door fell off. We've got a door that won't shut that maybe now is an emergency thing for a kid, whatever it happens to be. Right. Um, so there's that kind of, I think response that has to happen that kind of, I think yeah. you said it, the firefighter syndrome. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's also that, that repetitive piece that goes into, we've got to be doing the same sort of work day after day. Um, and sometimes the same job, right? As a, as a team, um, you guys also said you rely on one another. Cause I heard you say, you know, we'll call somebody if it's not quite in our area or mm -hmm. if we need a little help, those kind of things. What you two have talked a little bit about your, your jobs and your roles and how you respond to those. What do some of the other folks in your department do? There, there are four other people, right? Mm -hmm. There's six of you. So mm -hmm. what, what do those other people do within your department? We're kind of, um, we kind of all do the same or, mm -hmm. um, except for Richard, he's, he's the electrician. Right. So he's, um, you know, he's, he only focuses on uh, that. Yeah. He does that. So we try and work with him if we can and try and learn from him. Cause it's kind of nice to actually have somebody that knows about the electrical and how things are supposed to go and. Hey, if we do this, or if you get a, should I lick that wire? <clears throat> yeah, should yeah. I, you know, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> you know, if I grab this and hook this, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> um, 
But for the most part, I think everybody is is kind of the same. Jer- yeah. You know, they have their, I guess, a little special yeah, areas. Yeah, a little bit of specialties. Do. But yeah, Ray Sherwin, you know, he's been here the longest. He's been here 23 years, I think now. And he's a master carpenter in my mind. He just really, he knows everything. He knows, I, I, he knows where everything is. Yeah. So he's a great asset to have. Josh is our coordinator, of course, and he's coordinating us and working in the field both. Rob Nolf, our supervisor, is kind of our background guy who's ordering us parts, getting us what we need, telling us what happens where. And then, of course, Steve's our director, and he's uh, the big picture guy. So, yeah. yeah. So if somebody was to want to come to work for the district um, and they said, what do I need to know in order to get on? You know, I think you'd said earlier, Jeremy, if we could have two more positions, it'd be a huge help. So if we were going to be looking at adding positions and somebody said, hey, I saw this posted, what do I need to know? What advice would you give to somebody who was looking to work for the district? In this position, would yeah. be, if, if you were just fresh off of not knowing construction at all, would be trade school. That'd be the number one thing. And I'm a huge proponent of that. I mean, that's because we're as twos, we're at journeyman level, which mm-hmm. means we've a, a journeyman is kind of you followed somebody for four years. Right learn that task to the point where that person then says you're ready to go on your own. Right. Right. So, um, or working in any trade. I mean, really it's start working in the trade, know a tape measure, know what, a dr- how, which way the drill works. And you know, I mean, <laughs> Oh, you laugh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see it this, t- this way sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, probably just like Jeremy said, uh, if you want to, just a basic knowledge, because like I said, when I came in, I was the maintenance utility specialist. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of learn, um, if you, as long as you have a basic knowledge of tools, uh, can identify them, uh, what they're used for, um, you know, and you can do stuff like that, then you can come in and you can learn. Mm-hmm. And then later on, like Jeremy said, probably not four years, but, you know, two or three years later, maybe four. Mm-hmm. You move up and you come up to the trades two position. Um, but yeah, just a basic knowledge of like even working around the house. That's what a lot of mine was, was, right. wor- was working around the house, household stuff. You don't, you know, hanging picture frames, uh, working on your, you know, your own toilet or your sink at home. That's plumbing right there. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of mm-hmm. um, the work here is, you know, how the sink works, the P-trap toilet. If you clog it, you can plunge it and you can... Just basic knowledge around that, and then you yeah. can come in and um, you could learn the rest while you're here, and that would be really it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, we are at the end of our time. Thank you so much for coming in. Um, just for anybody listening, uh, again, we in November and December are going to be asking you to nominate Heroes in Education, and this is going to include anybody working in any of our departments um, throughout the district. And um, also, just to let everybody know that as of today, um, we have over 100 open positions with Del Norte Unified School District. Some are part-time, some are full-time. If you're interested in working for us and any of the jobs that we've discussed so far, any of the ones that are coming up, uh, give us a call, 464-6141, and we'd be more than happy to talk with you about joining our team. So, gentlemen, thanks again for coming in. Any last words? Thanks for having us. Yeah. Appreciate it. It was a good time. Yeah. All right. Good seeing you. Y'all you have too. a good one. All right. Thanks. <laughs>